My name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And we are the Extra Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creamy. Like real, real bored. Real creamy. Real bored. Welcome to Hype Episode 1 of 2020. <laughs> I am getting over sickness, but I'm on the, on the mend, mend, on the mend end. <laughs> so mend. I'm still a little nasally, but I'm not nearly as bad as I was. So I apologize for the little left remaining ick, <laughs> but I'm feeling much better about that, but not about this. So yeah, no. this hype episode is this year's The Grudge. So hype episodes, as you guys know, we did almost 20 of them last year. Rounded out, I think, in about 17 or 18, something like we that. Like- we did a lot of hype episodes last year. We call them hype episodes because we do them because they are hyped up because they're new. And uh, we're starting the count over because it's new year. Mm-hmm. So first movie of 2020 is The Grudge. Yeah. 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 It was. It was the grudge. There's this thing in movies, not just horror movies. It definitely seems to be more prominent in horror movies where if they come out in January, they're just like bound to be bad. It's where they like come to die because by the end of the year, nobody remembers them. Nobody cares. Like they got away with being bad because they were (laughs) at the beginning of the year. So everybody's just forgotten and they get like a pass for being bad. And uh, this one was bad. Yeah. And uh, I'm not giving it a free pass. You're mad. I am mad. <laughs> this this was my series. So we did The Grudge and Juwan from the early 2000s last year mm-hmm. because I have The Exorcist. That's like my pedestal movie. That's the movie that scares me to death. Like, <laughs> you know, that's the movie that scares me the most. That's like my end-all, be-all horror movie. And The Grudge is yours. Right. So you... You can go listen to those reviews, but just give us a little recap, like a little little yeah. synopsis of like uh, your experience with the grudge. Right. I mean, I was 15, but I still counted as part of my childhood. This was my first big horror movie that scared the fuck out of me. It still scares the fuck out of me. This is the one thing the grudge bitch will give me nightmares in a heartbeat always. And I mean, a little of that is because my mom's a great storyteller, so I know looking at it now, it's not as scary as I make up in my mind, but still, you kind of ruined my series. Yeah. And I'm, like, there are people, our movie reviewer that we liked, he wasn't happy with it, but he wasn't upset. I am upset. You ruined something that I loved. I mean, like, listen... We didn't have, like, the highest of expectations no, no, go. No, 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 I was not expecting it to be great. Let, let's just put that out there. I wasn't expecting it to be so fucking bad. Because, like, there are a lot of people that will even go as far as to say as the American remake of The Grudge wasn't that great. Right. So when you when you have a movie that's coming off the back of, like... And, and it went really far. There are a lot of Grudge movies that... And even in Japan, they continued with Oh, yeah, there's with so Juon. many of So, them. like, you like know, when... Of them, okay? It's kind of like, you know, The Conjuring, when you have all these continuations and spin on Saw movies. Like, they tend to, like, just kind of fall off and just become something that was never intended to be. So when you right. get a remake, you know, 15 years later or whatever, people are like, okay. Mm-hmm. And another thing they did was immediately when we saw the trailer, we were we were like... There's the movie. They did the thing where they put the whole fucking movie in the trailer. But am I the only... I asked Connor. So it was the three of us that were in the theater. Yeah, yeah. I asked Connor because I wanted to make sure I wasn't crazy. Yeah. There are two scenes that are in the trailer that are not in that movie. And the two me. scariest fucking scenes. One, 
when she skitters back under the bed? That's not in it. There's one where, one scene you didn't watch, though, because you were like, I didn't see it, because you no, were no, no. not when looking. When she was crawling up the bed, that wasn't in the, okay. in the trailer, though. Yeah. It was the one, so, yes, yeah, she walks into her son's room, and supposedly in the trailer, you're supposed to see her skitter back under the bed, and then she runs at you. No, no. You yeah, no, that didn't nope, happen. No, she just runs at you. So what the fuck? Your scariest part, you don't even throw in the movie. And then the second part, John Cho is walking, he's the realtor, and he's walking up the stairs in the trailer, and behind him you see her skitter up the wall. You, that didn't happen. Yeah, no, I what don't. What the fuck? It, it wasn't scary at all. No, but your two scariest scenes you're not even going to throw in? Yeah. Well, what they the couldn't. Fuck? Because they put him in the trailer. What the that, so, yeah, that's what horror movies nowadays, they're putting, you can, the thing is with, with horror, they're really bad about, well, not all, I think it's gimmicky horror that's really bad about this, and The Conjuring's getting that way, mm-hmm. about putting all the good shit in the trailers, because they want to draw people in, but here's my counter to that, you're horror, you don't have to do that, people will show up, because people like to be scared, whether it's horror fans or people that are just going to go on a edgy date night mm-hmm. or just teenagers, like you're going to get people in the seats mm-hmm. because you already have your fan base. You're not trying to be something that hasn't been done before or you're not trying to create a fan base. It's already there. So you don't have to be gimmicky to get people in the seats. And if we're just talking about the grudge specifically, you're already using a name that's been around for so long. We already know what the bitch is going to look like pretty much. You don't have to put her scariest scenes in a trailer to put us in the seats. Exactly. So you just wasted. if you have to, then you're, I'm sorry to say this, but really bad at your film. If that w- that's what you had to do to put in that trailer to make it a good trailer, you had to steal your your scariest scenes, then you fucked up. I don't really think they had to do anything to make a trailer, to be honest. I think they could have just said, The Grudge, January 2020, and we would have been you like, You could have done her creepy hair done. and the yeah. sound. And, and a bathtub. The shower scene. Okay, whatever, leave that. Yeah. That's it. That's all you had to show. Yeah. And the cop, like, going through, like, case files. We just made your trailer. Exactly. That was it. That's all you had to do. And the creepy girl answering the door. Like, you literally didn't have to put her in it at all to make a trailer. It's the grudge. We all know it is just a creepy ghost story with this scary girl in it, right? Just fucking do that. But he didn't. He didn't even do that. Every, even when you think it's a jump scare or something, he pulled every single punch. Every single one. And it's all predictable. Yeah. And every time you would expect it, you're like, okay, this is it. This is going to be the scary scene. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And then you look at it and she, she's only shown for like half a second and it's not even a jump scare second. At least like, oh, there she was. In the, in Juwan and in the Grudge remake, you like see her face doing stuff for an extended amount of time and you go, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. And this one, you just fucking don't. No. It doesn't, it's like, did you not spend any time on her? Like you see... Okay, so basically, the story here is basically the same. It's the exact same story. So you have a family where the mom and the mom is the one that rages, kills the dad and the kid, right? So mm-hmm. she is the grudge, so she's the main. But you also have the rest of the family that's all fucked up and scary looking. You spend time on the husband and full face and being scary and like creeping up on her. This is 2020. You're starting off horror. And it, you didn't do a good job. 
But not only that, you had a franchise to tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't even do that. I mean, everything that the grudge, the two, the Sarah Michelle Gellar's grudge, I mean, honestly, love it or hate it, the imagery was scary. Yes. The imagery in this was not. And it's, no. this shit's scary. You can give me the worst goddamn possession movie you've ever seen and you make a creepy face, it'll scare me. This didn't do that to you. Well, what's, Did it? no, but what scares me about the grudge is her fucking eyes. Guess how many times they showed it? None. You saw her mouth. They did not show the creepiest part of the grudge, which is behind the hair and the really white eye. That's fucking scary. They never did it. So, yeah, of course this doesn't scare me. In fact, you just shit on my whole childhood movie, honestly. And I'm pissed. And I actually think that he probably loves the grudge, too, because I looked it up. This director, he's only done two other things. They were indie, like, yeah, yeah. kind of sad, might have ruined his career, but he's my age, so he grew up with this movie, too, so honestly, he probably did it out of love, but he fucked up, and I feel really bad for him. Yeah. And who knows who's pulling the strings here? Exactly. Who knows how many times he was like, I don't want to do that, and mm-hmm. maybe the, the studio was like, nah, nah. Exactly. But, like, when it ends, his name is, like, directed it's by, everywhere. screenplay, written it. by. Yes. So, if you don't know who, like, you know, if, if he was given full creative control or not, or if people were behind him pulling the strings going, no, do this, no, do that, no, do this. Right. But, I mean, like, it's basically the same story, but you've got this cop that lost her husband to cancer and she's got a child, a son, and they mm-hmm. move to a new town, and she's looking into this ha- like this cold case, basically, that this other cop got obsessed with, and he tried to kill himself, and now her partner's his old partner. I, I mean, it's just, you still have the cop, like, from the old one, who's like, eh, don't mm-hmm. go fucking... It's basically the same story, but then you've got the realtors involved, who yeah. has a pregnant wife, and, it, and he kills her, and... My problem with this one is... Mm-hmm. Yes, I love the original, but also I love the original because you can kind of pick it apart. Yes, there are are some places where it may fail, but you can kind of pick the timeline apart. You can't do it in this one because the realtor is supposed to die, but he's already been in the house for a while, and then he starts getting picked on after it's... Well, who knows how long he's shown the house, too. Exactly. People had already died. He went in the house to show it to someone else, and they bought it. And after the people who bought it start dying off, the realtor dies. I don't understand. He wasn't even haunted that whole time. He was fucking in it. Unless it some in some convoluted way, because their unborn child has something really wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Unless that has something to... I don't know. That's just a stretch. That's me trying to give that the movie some credit just where... it trying to give it drama. Yeah. It's frustrating. There, there's so much stuff in this, like... Even down to, I think this is kind of racist. John Cho is the only Asian person. So why do you give the poor Asian guy, who's not even Japanese, you give him all of the grudge tropes? How, is that not being a little racist? I'm just saying. It's really fucked up. I don't know, man. They gave him the shower one. They gave him the pulling the plug out one. All of the tropes from the original fucking movie. That's kind of shitty. Lynn Shea. In this film. She was amazing, by the way. She was really good. The acting in this film the was, was actually fine. Yeah. There was, I didn't 
really have anything to say about the acting. It was fine. I kind of feel bad for them putting their names on this. Yeah. You have to kind of wonder how the actors feel about this when it's done. Like, do they watch it? Mm-hmm. And do they know it's bad after they've done it? Do they know it's bad while they're doing it? Because right. as an actor, like, I'm sure... Because none of these people, like, the cops are not in the scene with the family that's pregnant. And they're not mm-hmm. in the... Because they're all existing, basically, at different times. Um, or if they're alive at the same time, they are they don't know each other. Mm-hmm. And they're all having different experiences. And so they don't act together. Mm-hmm. So they don't film together. So you kind of have to wonder, because you only do your scenes and then you basically go home. Right. So you probably don't know. I mean, you're in a... I, I don't know what the budget of this film was, to be perfectly honest. Ten million. I looked okay. it up. Okay. Well, you're in a fairly decent budget film that's going... That's having a wide release into big theaters. It's got... It, the trailer is on big movies it was on almost every single movie we saw towards the end of the year in 2019 Mm -hmm. uh people are excited about it because it's a remake of a major franchise film an international major franchise film Mm -hmm. so it's got i mean pretty major actors in it all these people well not all most of these people we've seen before so you kind of have to wonder do you know it's a bad movie at the time Mm mm-hmm or do you figure it out afterwards? Yeah, I would just hope that the it's kinda like, people's scenes are scarier. <laughs> Let's hope they're better. Yeah, or kind of, this is really unrelated, but like cats. Like the Did movie? we not know? Yeah. <laughs> Did we not know that it was going to be terrible? You're right. Like, people looked at that CGI and went, it's going to be beautiful. This is people great. People are going to love it and not mock or it forever. Or like, the fucking Ian McKellen is in that. <laughs> Ian, what what the fuck, man? Like, did yeah. you think this? But you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. did we not know that this was not going to be a hit? Right. Because we were so divisive in, in filming and everything. Cause, and, the director, and the director, was he like, yep, mm-hmm. I'm proud of it. Mm-hmm. And maybe he was. And I'm, I'm not saying, and this is just like on a personal level, I know that not every single episode that we put out out of the hundred or so we've done is as good as other ones. Right. You know, but when you've only done three films and this is the one that goes to theaters. Okay, but here's my question. They were fucking proud of that R rating. The, it was everywhere. It was That's all over true. Bloody Disgusting. Oh my god, it got an R. It got an R rating. Woo! They were flaunting that shit. Why did you work so hard to get that R rating if you're not going to use it? Did you just want it for the blood? Because this movie is gruesome. It's really bloody, yeah. It's, it's, they, I mean, they killed a pregnant lady. You. They wa- had to have an R rating. You <laughs> That's all they wanted. Lynch, but you don't even get to see the pregnant lady die. Well, like, yeah, you see the blood implied, afterwards. Yeah. You, but you see Lynn Shea fucking dive off stairs and explode at the bottom. Is yeah. that why you wanted it? And cut her fingers off. Because yeah. that's not what The Grudge is about. There are other movies that are torture porn that you could have done that in. The Grudge is a simple thing. It is a ghost story and scare people. That's all you have to do. Yeah. So what the fuck? <laughs> it just missed the point. Yeah, it really did. It, it didn't know what it was about either, just on the regular storyline. Is it a cop drama? Is it a family drama? Is it... What is it? Yeah. It had no idea. There was too much stuff in it that didn't need to be. Like, honestly, I learned this for Shudder, actually. I wanted to look it up. And fours are a big thing in, in uh, Asian society because four sounds a lot like the word death. So it popped up literally everywhere. Every single character in this movie had a four in their address or 
the cop's badge number was 44 or she calls her partner at 444 in the morning trust me we get it once you got the first little cliche it was cute and i was happy that i found it after that jesus christ you don't have to shove it down our fucking throats yeah death 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 i mean it's the same same exact movie even scenes that the way they are shot are the same John Cho takes this little girl inside, just like in the original movie, the professor takes the little boy inside, and they're sitting on the couch, and he goes to take a phone call, and he walks to the front of view, and behind us, you see the little girl doing weird shit. Same fucking scene. Yeah. Callbacks are fine, but when when you don't do... Okay, and, and here's the hard thing with remakes, which I will, you know, say is, I'm sure, you don't want to make the same exact movie twice, but you, you are doing essentially a remake, so you want it to be similar enough. But what you, this movie not only missed the point, but it went so far away, it might as well have just not been. The, they used the sound. But with no explanation. Yeah. It's not the same ghost. Yeah. So. They're like, oh, there's this Japanese curse. It says, in the beginning, it's like when someone dies in a rage, a curse is born, and it's called the grudge. Yeah, same opening that we always get. Yeah. That's fine. But it's a different ghost that's doing this. So why do we have the sound if she didn't get her freaking jaw torn off? Exactly. Because the grudge sound is not... That's not... It's, that's not part of the curse. No. <laughs> uh, it's not like you just hear this random creepy... Uh, yeah. Everywhere. No. Right. No. Yeah. It just... I think that everyone we've talked to said it was bad. Whether they were horror diehard fans or not, they were it's just so like, bad. it was just bad. It's, <laughs> it just is just bad. It's bad from the beginning to the end. The font <laughs> is annoying. And the length of time that they put the font on is annoying. Like, how yeah. is that even possible? Yeah. The ending credits. He leaves it stuck on this one scene of the house for so long that you're like, okay, something else must be coming. No, no, no. We just want to leave this. The music at the end. It's like this upbeat, poppy, like, woo, this is amazing. All these people just fucking died. Do you not know what your movie is about? Yeah. Did Do you not know what you filmed? Yeah. And then it's... What was with the datedness of it? Like, these two cops, it's 2004, are driving a fucking station wagon it's from like the 2006. 70s. It, yeah. What? The yeah. on, this cordless phone that they're holding is so old. It is definitely from the early 90s. It's like it, you know how in It Follows it was cool and quirky? In this it wasn't. It was not supposed to be ambiguous. It exactly. literally was dated. <laughs> it literally told you what the date was. Yeah. So you can't be like, yeah, we don't know what date it is. No, yeah. you ha you fucking told them what it was. Yeah. And then why, why kill Lin Shay in the fucking nursing home? When you just had her in this house all to yourself for how long? Go making her insane? You could have killed her at any moment. I, I'm sorry. Now I'm just picking apart literally every single thing because I'm so upset. It was just a bad. This is terrible. Movie. Yeah, it was just bad. Like, I was mostly just bored. I don't. Oh my mind. god! It was so bored. Nothing happens. So bored. Like a lot of stuff happens, but then like nothing happens. Even when you want to be scared, there's no follow fucking through. You ever. don't see a fucking ghost. Ever. Like, you want to be scared and you, like, get a little tense every now and then and then, like, nothing happens. I and then one time. Yeah. And then, like, if it does happen, you're like, well, that was fucking stupid. 
I jumped one time in the beginning, like literally the beginning. There's trash bags around her and the, the arm went out and grabbed her leg. You, you've seen the picture of her standing behind this woman forever, so that wasn't scary. But then something grabbed her leg, and I'm like, ooh, maybe it'll be good. Maybe they're not th- showing everything. No, they showed everything. Literally everything. You've seen the movie. Yeah. You just haven't seen all the convoluted plot points in between. And you don't need to. Nah. It's a definitely a skip. Yeah. Definitely a skip. Yeah, don't don't watch it. No. Nah. Zero. Or I guess one. I have to give it a, a one. One out of five. Like, <laughs> Since we're Google, we have to give it a one. Yeah. One out of five. Not a great start. Nope. But I we kind of knew that. But I hope the rest of 2020 works out. Yeah. And just so y'all know, we are not going to do every movie that's coming out this year. No, you guys get us for 100 years of horror, so. That takes hypes. up a lot of fucking time. It does. <laughs> less hypes. Yeah, less but we'll hypes. still get some for you. Yeah. We started this one because it was like, oh, it's a grudge remake. And yeah. That's like Kristen's movie. We have to go see it. Yeah. No, I wish we hadn't now. Honestly. Well, The Exorcist 2 was ru- ruined The Exorcist. <laughs> so now it's your turn. Great. Yeah. Thanks. Maybe you'll get... Well, I guess it's a little different because it's not like they've remade The Exorcist. Yeah. I do have a porno. They? Yes. Yes, they do. That you have <sighs> the told X-X me about. Exorcist. <laughs> I'm sure there's a grudge one. I'm sure it's out there. It's a Japanese movie. I'm sure there's a porno. How How could you? I don't. Why would you? You don't have to ask. There's an exorcist one. Do you want her throwing up on you? I'm confused. Do you want to watch it? I'll pull it up. I do not. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at the Extra Sisters Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at the Extra Sisters, and you can find us on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash The Extra Sisters Podcast for extra content, automatic entries into giveaways, which are now mostly exclusively going to be on Patreon. So you can head over there for something really cool coming at you in February. Our most monetarily expensive giveaway comes out. Uh, well, you can actually check it out pretty soon. We're going to be uh, releasing that one. Mm. You can check it out on Patreon. And thank you for hanging out with us today. Until next time, stay creepy.